good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Couldn't cut, didn't cut again. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Karagi, to all my friends and relatives out there in four directions. You are listening to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. And we discuss local and national Native news and events. And uh, Native news and events, we discuss that, Ogama. And uh, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. And this portion of the show is brought to you by Minnesota 350, MN350, which is a grassroots organization fighting for climate justice. Hey, uh, so we have uh, like a terrible air here in the Twin Cities, uh, the worst since 2005. And uh, believe it or not, you can really feel it and smell it, Ogama. Uh, you know, that's not a good thing. They say it's because it's... Um, kind of warm out here with all the snow but i say it's because of <laughs> pollution and crap uh that uh you know that uh, emissions and things like that and lions and tigers and bears but um it's, it's a combination bad. actually i was one of the things i wanted to talk about in the news was this um oh. a little bit about how uh how it's happening we should have talked about that at our uh two-hour prep before the show that we do every day <laughs> 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 yeah um so bonjour everybody this is ogama ganuakwe and i have some news and information for you here on native roots radio presents i'm awake uh one of the things that i wanted to talk about is uh the minnesota pollution control agency has said that minneapolis has the worst winter air quality situation they've seen since december of 2005 it's 2023 it's been a long time since we've had this uh, bad of air quality uh, in the Twin Cities and even up where I live uh, a couple hours north of the Twin Cities, it's still pretty bad up here. Um, and the reason that there's uh, really poor air quality is a combination of the quiet weather. Uh, like you were talking about, Robert, there's snowstorms and heavy snow and things are a little warmer than they should maybe normally be at this time of year. Um, but they also, those winds, they stir the atmosphere and they actually prevent the pollution from exhaust and smokestacks and chimneys and all those things from being able to like escape. So they start to collect and they kind of get trapped in this little vortex uh, that we have because of those winter storms. Um, and there's a temperature inversion in the atmosphere. So that means there's basically like a lid on top of the Twin Cities, and it's keeping all of those pollutants near the ground. Um, and that's happening throughout the entire state. Um, and the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency said that uh, because the temperatures are near freezing, uh, the moisture released by the mounting, melting snow is also trapped particles near the surface. Um, and then there's been an air quality alert in Minneapolis since Monday, and it's extended now until 6 p.m. tomorrow. Um, it's from the Red River Valley southeast to Brainerd, St. Cloud, and all the way down to the Twin Cities. They're expecting that that air quality is going to improve uh, with a cold front uh, later on this week, but it's um, it's definitely pretty rough. Orange and red conditions in much of Minnesota this week, Robert. Yeah, I, it really I really feel it, and uh, I feel like even though I was a longtime smoker, I haven't smoked in I don't know seventeen years. I can still uh, feel it, so that's uh, not good. And uh, first, like you said, to, or we both said that since two thousand and five, so. It's gnarly, and uh, I hate to be one of those people. I, I went for my exercise this morning. I do that long walk in the morning, and uh, I could feel it. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. I have a little one uh, under a year old. She's about 10 months now. And uh, we have not been outside the last couple of days uh, just because it's just her little body can't process those particles nearly as well as an adult body can. So we've been really careful to uh, keep her out of this as much as we can anyway, um, which for right now means inside as much as it's um, it's not fun to have her inside, even though the weather's decent, right? Right. Hey, maybe uh, I forgot to mention, too, we got Nancy Bolio on today, Ogama, and also Philip uh, uh, DeFries De uh, from White Earth uh, Tribal Community College talking about some offerings there. So that's pretty interesting. Oh, yeah, White Earth Tribal and Community College has some really awesome program offerings for emergency medical tech technician, uh, certified nursing assistant, uh, early childhood uh, certification, and some other things. Uh, and I believe they're going to be talking about that. And I've got some uh, banners to put up for everybody. So if you're looking for a new career or uh, something to uh, get you by, there's some certificates that are available there. Um Robert, I wanted to touch base on something that you shared earlier this week. I was pretty excited to see about um, the only fabric store in Minnesota that is owned by two Native women. Uh, they just got their key, and they're going to have a new location in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. Uh, it's called Fire Mountain Fabrics, and you can find uh, their designs on firemountainfabrics.com. And let me tell you all, uh, it is some um, gorgeous stuff. Gorgeous, gorgeous material. So if you're somebody who sews, uh, makes ribbon skirts, purses, um, they have cotton, satin, and sequin fabric on their website, as well as ribbon, bias tape, and elastic. Um, they also sell what I think is really cool. They sell ribbon skirt kits. So for those of you who... Wow. Um, you know, maybe want to make a ribbon skirt and kind of have some of the know-how or um, an auntie or somebody that can come show you, but you just need to, the materials and you don't want to go buy enough materials to make, you know, if you buy a roll of ribbon, that'll probably make you several ribbon skirts with just that one color. So they just send you exactly what you need. Pins, uh, measuring tape, elastic, uh, seam ripper, uh, all those things. And it's they've got two different designs posted up right now, uh, both for the same price, and uh, they look really gorgeous as well. So exciting. Yeah, I want a uh, star quilt uh, kit. That's what I want, so I can whip up a couple star quilts. Oh, wow. Yeah, aunties, aunties everywhere, hear, hear our prayers. Uh, we want star quilt kits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can do a nine block, but I haven't, I haven't tried a star quilt yet. So if anybody wants to give me some lessons, uh, right. I'd be happy to try that. Um, hey, Robert, do you remember some time ago when we had Bobby Dews on Native Roots Radio? And he talked about a play that the 1491s wrote. Do you remember that? Yeah. It's really interesting that you bring that up because I was telling you about that book that uh, Wendy was reading that I started reading about uh, Native comedians, and they mm -hmm. went in depth about the about that play, uh, which is really interesting. And then all of a sudden they came out to what you're about to say. Yeah, so uh, Dallas Goldtooth just posted up on social media and said that uh, the 1491s wrote a play called Between Two Knees. And it's a story about what happened between uh, the massacre at Wounded Knee and the um, Wounded Knee occupation. And it's a comedy that they wrote, um, and it's a play, but it's actually going to be at the MacArthur Theater in Princeton, New Jersey on January 31st uh, through February 13th. And then it's going to be at a show in Seattle. Uh, Seattle Rep is what is tagged, but I'm not sure exactly the name of the venue. And that starts in March and runs March 3rd through March 26th. Uh, Dallas said there's probably never going to be a video of it available. So if you want to watch the madness, you're going to have to go and see it in a theater when it's in your town. And then he also wanted to no note that the, uh, the 1491s, they wrote the play, but they're not in it. It's actually performed okay. by actual native actors who have far more skills than us, is what he says. Um, well, but it looks so exciting. Um, and I'm really excited to see uh, native people taking over in, in the theater realm. I think we, we get spoiled with that here in the Twin Cities. You know, we have a new native theater in the Twin Cities, but it's really good to see it in other places as well yeah let's hope they come to the twin cities and i'll tell you uh what the what people really either loved it and got it at this uh at this uh, festival or 
they hated it. So we know where everyone lies with the hating and the making fun of uh, things that uh, people maybe would be thinking a little too serious about when it comes to possibly their own people do what they did to us. But that's another story. And maybe we'll get Bobby or uh, Dallas on here soon. But hey, you're listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and we'll be right back. Stay with us. Thanks, Ogama. We are your relatives. We are your relations. Brothers. Sisters. Sons. Daughters. And and some of us are your grandchildren. We are your community. Historically, we held places of honor and respect. Because of the impact of colonization, some of us are rejected, thrown out from family, friends, and community, set up as targets for sexual violence, sex trafficked, humiliated, tortured, and murdered. Everybody has the right to be safe. We are your relatives. Remember, homophobia is not traditional. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Health insurance that fits my budget? I'm covered. I needed health coverage I could count on and afford. Minsure helped me find a plan that works for me, and they helped me save money. Did you know that most Minnesotans qualify for savings through Minsure? And they have free experts who can help you sign up for coverage. Go to Minsure.org today and get started and get covered. That's MNsure.org. MNsure.org. Hey, Olgama, I've been hearing a lot about this term, climate justice. What is that? Climate justice is recognizing that the negative impacts of climate change don't affect all people equally. It also means transitioning from a fossil fuel-based economy to a more sustainable future. MN350 is one of the groups that's pushing for this transition to protect our futures. You can even get involved, too. That's great, especially since I'm concerned about pipeline projects like Line 3. How can I help MN350? Just find them on Facebook or visit mn350.org. Take care of your community by joining Metro Transit's Adopt-A-Stop program. Show your community pride by adopting a transit stop. Join us in helping keep the stop and your neighborhood beautiful and report any maintenance needs to us. We'll put a sign at the stop recognizing your efforts, plus you'll get 10 free rides every month. Get details at metrotransit.org adopt. That's metrotransit.org adopt. Welcome back to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. Hey, uh, this portion's brought to you by, uh, I don't know, Ogama, what's this portion brought to you by? <laughs> we just lost Ogama, I think. Uh, I am uh, trying to do a couple things here at once, but I, I am with here with... Uh, with Philip and uh, Philip, uh, you're going to sp- be speaking on uh, the White Earth Tribal Community College, and I am trying to. It's pretty funny here. I, can you hear me all right, Philip? I can. Can you hear me? Yeah, we just had a little technical right. difficulty there for a second. I couldn't get the the screen out there, but we're live all over over here, and uh, let's talk a little bit about. Uh, What's happening with the White Earth uh, Tribal Community College up there? And uh, introduce yourself, please, as I uh, pull myself together here. Oh, yeah. um, So my name is Phil. Um, I am actually originally from uh, New York City um, and have wound my way through the U.S. and recently um, came uh, to the uh, sort of Northwest Minnesota area. I actually live in Fargo now, but I am working um, at the White Earth Tribal and Community College um, in the Customized Education Department as the program navigator, uh, which basically means I'm like the student-facing person. Um, so students here, if they want to do one of our programs, um, get set up with our uh, grants that we get from the state of Minnesota, um, they'll usually come through my office and I'll kind of tell them what we do and, you know, help them get uh, set up and stuff like that. So uh, wow, happy well, to be uh, here and spread the word. Awesome. Hey, so talk about maybe some of the programs uh, that you got going on there and are they uh, specific? Can they do them online? We're all over the country. Uh, 
uh, too, and not only in Minnesota, but uh, and I'm sure uh, people know all about your school all over the country. So maybe uh, you can tell us a few ins and outs and how we can uh, uh, sign up for this. Sure. Uh, yeah. So White Earth Traveling Community College, we're located in Minoman, Minnesota, um, on the White Earth Reservation. Um, and uh, we stress the tribal and community college because the majority of our student body uh, is native, uh, especially um, Anishinaabe, but uh, um, we serve or aim to serve the wider community. Uh, but our program specifically, Customized Ed, um, we get grant funding, like I said, from the state of Minnesota and kind of do two things. On the one hand, students attending classes here, um, you know, pursuing an associate's degree or some sort of other kind of academic certificate um, will uh, help them with tuition assistance um, and other sort of school related stuff, kind of the, the, the goal being to remove a lot of the noise and, that surrounds going to college so that they can focus more on their studies and worry less about like how to afford getting to school uh, stuff like because we're pretty rural and spread out here um, but then the other thing that we're really excited about is we have uh, a number of workforce trainings that we've uh, got up and running that are also uh, funded by this grant um, and we've chosen ones that we hope will serve the specific needs of this community um, so right now we have uh, a boiler operator training um, going um, and there's that uh, conveniently placed flyer right there. We have um, yeah. child development associate training as well. Uh, we have um, certified nursing assistant training, um, the emergency medical technician training, and uh, solar PV installer training. Um, so those might, I don't know, to listeners not in the area seem kind of random, but they they specifically are aimed to serve needs in this community. Um, there's a real shortage of, um, you know, childcare workers, um, uh, uh, medic med medical workers and stuff like that. And also solar energy is kind of an exploding industry in this area. Um, and um, so we're trying to try to funnel people who might not otherwise know how to get into that field um, into it. And with our grant, um, you can, um, if you qualify for the grant, uh, which I'll get to the eligibility requirements in a second, they're pretty lax. Um, you can theoretically, if you qualify, take these classes um, with the cost of the class covered, cost of your books covered, cost of the exam fees, because usually they cost something, sometimes a lot, right. um, and we can cover that. Um, and yeah, just basically um, the whole goal is to just uh, get people into the workforce, or if they're already into the workforce, get them better wages or better careers. Right. Um, stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm zoning in on the special boiler uh, license too. If you're a custodian, uh, let's say in a public school, that would be a big pay, uh, pay bump to have that license. Um, as being a former school teacher, I know uh, that you can move and groove then up the ladder and make really good money. Uh, as, and so these are really cool. And then solar, uh, like you said, that's blowing up, and uh, that's just good to know. And um, CNA training, uh, we need that, you know, more so than ever because there's such a shortage of that. Uh, so this sounds really good. So uh, let us know uh, what what next steps are right now. Sure, and I should to one of your earlier questions. Um, not all, but a lot of these classes are available. Um, with a virtual option. Um, so for instance, uh, the special boiler operator, like you mentioned that the instructor um, pre-records all of his uh, lectures, I guess you'd say. Um, and there's a site where students can go to access all of that. And it can pretty much entirely be done online. You have to take a test at the end of it physically, but they have testing locations all around the country. So um, it like we chose these specific trainings based on our region, but they're not restricted to people within our region. And so um, to your other question, if people are interested in that next step, um, what I would recommend they do um, is either uh, mainly reach out to me. Um, so you can uh, call my office. Uh, my number is 218-936-8326, um, or you can email me um, my email is uh, 
just my name, uh, Philip, P-H-I-L-I-P dot DeVries, D-E-V-R-I-E-S at W-E-T-C C dot E-D-U. Um, or you can also um, go on to the White Earth website. Um, there's specifically a customized education tab. Uh, you pull that up um, and you can just sort of follow the prompts and it'll let you fill out like a quick application that'll ultimately funnel you to me and I'll, I'll get you going on next steps from there. Um, so yeah, we try to make it pretty easy. So uh, when's the next uh, cycle uh, to sign up uh, for s school or does it matter or is it on a semester uh, quarter uh, dealy Bob? So the workforce trainings, we, um, it's, it's pretty, uh, I mean, you guys are in the Twin Cities, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty cold. Uh, so we kind of took a pause for the deep winter, but we're gearing up to start up again. Um, all these trainings will either be beginning in late February or early March. So there's still plenty of time to sign up. Um, and we're still actively recruiting in this area. Um, and the, the, the length of each one varies a lot. So like EMT is going to be a whole lot longer um, than say solar installer, um, but they roughly correspond to the academic semester. So most of them will be done by April or May. Wow, that's excellent. And the number again is 218-936-8326. That's 218-936-8326. Uh, that's exciting. Uh, really, you know, being a former teacher, it's really great to hear uh, these options. And also, I'm sure it's it's open to all ages, too, because we're all different uh, degree. Uh, some like myself was a late bloomer. I really didn't get my degree until I was older. And, um, you know, you know um, so it's not a race and maybe you'll find something here. And I should clarif uh, clarify on that, actually. There, the one age requirement um, for our, our program is you do have to be 18 or older. Um, right. There's no cap, but you do have to be at least 18. Yeah, so that's that a good point. That's a really good point. Well, we got like a minute left here. Uh, what part of New York are you from? I'm from Brooklyn originally, uh, but I moved upstate to, I don't know if you're familiar with Ithaca, New York. I moved up oh, there when yeah. I was pretty young. Uh, yeah. So I, I, then I moved back to the city, then to New Orleans, then to Texas, then to Tennessee, and now finally here I am. In God's country. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'll, yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll be in New York uh, starting tomorrow. Uh, we have a place in Long Island, so I'll be, oh, nice. be hanging up on Long Beach, hanging out on the ocean. So really yeah. excited and always get perked up. And so thanks for stopping in. Uh, let's talk about that website real quick before we let you go, uh, where we can go. It's www.etcc.edu. Um, Thank you so much, and uh, I'd like to get you on again before uh, uh, you know the deadline is signing up to to get this out there even again, if you don't mind. Not at all. That would be great. I appreciate you having me. Right on. Hey, we're we're pre we appreciate having you on. I'm having trouble talking today. I don't know what it is. Maybe I should do a smoke signal show. Oh, uh, hey, thanks again, Phil. You're listening to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and we'll be right back with Nancy Bolio, Bemidji 350. Thanks again. Health insurance that fits my budget? I'm covered. I needed health coverage I could count on and afford. Minsure helped me find a plan that works for me, and they helped me save money. Did you know that most Minnesotans qualify for savings through Minsure? And they have free experts who can help you sign up for coverage. Go to Minsure.org today and get started and get covered. That's MNSure.org. MNSure.org. We at AM950 wanted to offer more thank you gifts for the great listeners who have become members. Brand new for 2023, AM950 has the new National Parks poster featuring photos I took at the National Parks. Members who sign up for a one-time $99.50 membership or a recurring $25 per month membership will receive the brand new AM950 National Parks poster and the AM950 2023 calendar as a thank you. Go to am950radio.com, click on the tab, and become a member now. Thank you so much for supporting AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. 
Florida. The appliance industry is suffering from major delays with shortages on the horizon. The specialists at Warner Stelling have the area's best selection with thousands of appliances in stock for fast pickup or free delivery. Shop 10 Minnesota stores or at warnerstellion.com. Turn to Auto Technical with your vehicle donation. Even though Auto Technical is a small nonprofit, we have helped more families with transportation than any organization in Minnesota. Since 94, we have reconditioned donated vehicles so they have a higher tax benefit. Call Richard at 612-919-5526, 612-919-5526, or autotech.org. Hello, Minnesota. This is Tom Hartman, and you can catch me every weekday from 11 to 2 right here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. It's smart radio for smart people. Now, more than ever, we are being faced daily with a topic of human mortality. And for many people, estate planning has been top of mind. Getting your estate planning done now can be easy and cost-effective. Schroman Law offers virtual options for initial consultations so that new clients can safely initiate the process. With many facing uncertain financial situations, Schroman Law also offers affordable fees for legal documents. Learn more at schromanlaw.com. That's S-C-H-R-O-M-E-N-Law.com. Would you let animals pick your insurance? Do you really need to experience mayhem to get the best rates? Or how about a celebrity quarterback or fake university saving you money? There's a lot of marketing stunts when it comes to insurance. But what you really need is someone looking out for you. Call Array Insurance, and they will work hard to find you the best insurance coverage and rates. So avoid gimmicks and call Cheryl at Array, 763-504-3067 or ArrayInsurance.com. Array Insurance, working hard for you. Seward Co-op is now offering convenient, self-serve, and pre-packaged hot options and salad bars at both the Franklin and Friendship stores. Breakfast items available daily until 11 a.m. and brunch served all day every Sunday. Their weekly lunch and dinner menus highlight cuisines from around the world. They offer vegan, vegetarian, and gluten-free options daily. 95% of the ingredients used are organic from small-scale, local community food producers whenever possible. More at Seward.coop. Hey, Minnesota, it's Brad Friedman, your friendly investigative blogger, journalist, troublemaker, and host of the Bradcast. Weeknights at 7 on AM 950. The Senior Linkage Line is a free statewide service of the Minnesota Board on Aging, helping older Minnesotans and caregivers find answers and connect to services and supports. Questions about Medicare, transportation, looking to move to senior housing, overwhelmed with prescription drug plans? Call the Senior Linkage Line at 800-333-2433 or visit trellisconnects.org where we help people optimize well-being as they age. That's trellisconnects.org. With a look at your AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lulia. An air quality alert is in effect. Freezing rain and snow likely tonight with a low of 25. Then a chance of snow and freezing rain possible Wednesday morning with a high of 33. The locally owned vinaigrette has been offering the finest olive oils and vinegars since 2009. That's Vinaigrette, Xerxes Avenue and 50th Street in Minneapolis or at vinaigrettemn.com. You're listening to Native Roots Radio. This is Spirit from Reservation Dogs. Get up and listen. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake and this is Robert Pilot. Hey everybody, this portion of the show is brought to you by MN Sure. If you are looking for healthcare insurance, not sure where to start, make sure you head on over to mnsure.org. They have free experts that can help you find and sign up for a plan. Deadline is five days from now. Open enrollment closes January 15th. Wow, thanks, Ogama. Hey, we have Nancy Bolio of Bemidji 350 there. And are you wearing? camouflage i can't see you oh no i guess not it's just a cool cool design there <laughs> hey welcome nancy yeah. how you doing I, i'm doing good i, I hope um i have a, a good signal here because i had to run from my office over into ien's office <laughs> can you hear me I hear you really good and you you look cool you got the headband going on right. so i hear you good right well um probably nine out of ten times you'll find me in a headband it's just it's a lot easier than fixing your hair, Robert. <laughs> yeah, tell so, me about it. And you know what? Honestly, it's a little bit more earth friendly. I don't need no hairspray, nothing like that. So I, I'm good to go. 
Right on. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm here um, actually um, in the building where our office is in Bemidji, Minnesota on the 1855 land. And um, we are giving it a new look, but unfortunately I don't get a very good uh, signal there. So I had to come over here and I was kind of excited to give you all a peek too. So not tonight. <laughs> you have to send pictures and then Ogama can post them next week. Uh, so what's happening up there in the deep north and what's going on with Nancy Bolio and MN350? Hey, it looks well, like Well, the, the good news, Robert, is I have, um, I, I think I'm back. <laughs> yes, you are. In a good way because I was called sick and went through some, you know, a, a lot of uh, challenges in the past. But you know what? They say what doesn't break you makes you stronger, right? Yeah, definitely. So, um, kind of feeling good about 23 and um, what that work looks like. So I think um, we were in shop talk here right before the show started. And um, we're excited, Robert, to call on our elected officials to further the Treaty 101 relationship building. And, um, you know, what does a transition to environmental and racial justice look like throughout treaty obligation? And so if we're not here to help create some of that space, I think, you know, um, a lot of this work wouldn't happen. And I, I think when we do a lot of our political work, like rock the vote, that's why it's important, Robert, because now we have allies, you know, on the city council and on the commissioner's board. And, and we, we, we called in the new sheriff in town and said, Hey, you too have an obligation to be a good treaty person. So we're talking colonies, people into a round, round table one day, um, get together and, and, and figure out what the future can bring for all of us and a future that we all can thrive in. So, I'm really excited about that and um, just um, being back in a good way. I feel um, uh, for a long time because of the, um, you know, that fatigue after COVID. Yeah. It's, it's pretty rough, Robert. So <laughs> I, I'm learning how to live with it and, and um, just keep showing up regardless how tired I feel. But yeah, I that's, that's what uh... helps go away. Yeah, definitely. You know, you said something, Nancy, that really just struck me. Um, if you were not, not personally you, but you, you were not doing the work up there, nobody else would be doing the work and showing up. So that's, I want to amplify that because that's a, that's a really good point. And that kind of just struck me when you said that. I know you flew right by that. Well, you know, um, my coworker and I were creating a job description for my work and, um, you know, because, um, you know, Treaty wasn't, you know, at Minnesota 350 until, you know, we brought it in. I want to say we because it wasn't just the work I did. It was, you know, us. So, but anyway, um, so just the thought of where, where, where it all started to where it's at now and, and the job that I do at 350 didn't really have a job description. So we sat down and wrote one and I thought I had everything in there. And one point. One key thing that my coworker Andy brought out was, but you have so many political relationships, tribal ones, you know, with your city council and with the commissioners, and that's hard to replace. But I hope that, you know, the spaces that I do show up and, and, um, and hold space for us to create those spaces that people are inspired to do the same because, you know, I have a voice, Robert, and, um, you know, I was on Women's Press Magazine in December 2021. At first, I I couldn't accept the honor because I felt I couldn't. And the reason why I, I felt I couldn't because I'm just following our original instructions to defend our, our, our way of life. And so I'm not doing anything extraordinary, <laughs> but I've learned so much being here, Robert. And, you know, building those relationships based around treaty obligation is the most inspiring part of my work, as challenging as it might be at times. Uh, you just keep showing up. And that's what yeah, I'm about. Right on. And, you know, what's interesting, too, I think in the last few years, we've really focused on treaties. They've always been there. Um, but it's been a really exciting road and trip to talk about those. And I think I, I hear more about treaties than I've ever heard in the last couple of years, thanks to you. But also, I think it's catching on out there. Right. There's so many different, you know, battles out there on all those different front lines. And there's a lot of warriors out there. And these people stepping out of their comfort zones and running for office to be our voice at these tables. And, you know, unfortunately we shouldn't have to run for 
office to be at the table because per treaty, we should have a designated seat at every level of government. And, you know, and I hope that someday through all this work and, and um, you know, the relationship building that we, you know, in maybe five to 10 years from now, we have a place at every table without having to run for office because we shouldn't have to build a campaign and get all kinds of money to win a campaign to be heard. We should be heard, period, because of the treaty uh, agreements that we have with the United States. So, you know, I think that's why it's important that just everyday people like myself just keep showing up. And, and you do that in a good way, Robert, because uh, I think uh, more people are more curious to know more when you show up with good intentions and, and remind people that they, too, um, signed those treaties with our ancestors. And they have an obligation. This ain't something of the past. This is now. This is today. And so how do we change uh all those systems that were designed to take our natural resources, deprive of us, deprive us of our cultural ways. And, you know, we, we shouldn't have to fight for them. Right. Please protect those. So well, I, I, you know, I really enjoy the space that, you know, that we create here in Northern Minnesota to protect who we are as Anishinaabe in the 1855. Well, I, I heard some exciting news too. You'll be down here uh, once a month uh, in the Twin Cities, uh, working at uh, at the the mothership of MN three hundred and fifty. So we'll have to like try and hook up and have lunch. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and you know, got to get on that war pony of mine. It likes to break down, you know, every now and then. And um, I, again, I want to give another shout to the person that you know who paid that because it means a lot to me because. When, you know, I'm not the only, you know, native out there that would love to show up, but we always have these things that happen, like, you know, car repair or whatever it be. Um, it, it tends to hold us back and it makes it really difficult to some of these spaces. But uh, I think, you know, along with uh, some of these spaces like this and Zoom, we're finding beautiful ways to build our power behind the scenes and then show up in our broken war, broken down war ponies on the front lines, you know. I couldn't right. ask for a better place. I really couldn't. Yeah, and uh, just all the, so, all the, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. so you know what? What I really wanted to, uh, you know, tell our listeners, uh, most importantly, as we, we, we begin a new year, we have to start talking more about our individual uh, carbon footprints. And, you know, it's not a conversation nobody's having. And, um, you know, people think that it's not my problem, but it's collectively our problem because there's that accumulative, um, you know, effect where, you know, maybe, oh, just one straw today. Think about all those people that just said, oh, just one straw. That was, you know, we really need to think about who we are as Anishinaabe, as Ojibwe people, as sacred as we are we have to live that way robert and i want to start talking to people about what we can do to give up some of our bad habits you know and and you know understand that demand is part of that yeah i agree and nancy i think uh for me personally production of uh, oil right and i think for me personally you know being a water protector uh, a meatless Monday, you know, that was a big thing. And I think bringing that back and talk and really promoting that because there's thousands and thousands and thousands of gallons of water just in one hamburger when it's all spread out. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, interesting when you start thinking about, you know, what your footprint is on this, on this planet, Nance. Right. And you know what? I had to give myself, a, um, well, I don't know if it's, you know, a pat on the back, but I almost went to the meat section today and I had to tell myself I need to slow down in there too, Robert. So I was kind of proud of myself, but you know, like I said, almost everything out there is probably bad for us one way or the other. And I think, you know, when we talk about our way, that includes food sovereignty and, you know, understanding that everything that's out there is for us and it's not something that we should be exploiting or taking advantage of to the point where we don't leave anything for the seventh generation so it is about lifestyle and um i, I want to have the, more conversations about that and i'm asking people you know like we did in our family we gave up one bad habit at a time robert and when we you know yeah that's uh what's that um we, we uh, oh Okay, you're coming in and out, Nance. Um, but uh, 
you got styrofoam. Oh, we got I'm just going to mute Nancy for just a second, maybe until we see her unfreeze. Um, I wanted to just highlight something I put on the bottom while Nancy's talking to um, advancednativepl.org uh, is a good place for you to go if you want to uh, run for office, if you want to try to take up that political leadership. Uh, they'll help you figure out how to run for office uh, in your area at any level, I believe. So, Nancy, are you with us? I am. And thank you for sharing that. You know, again, it's important to um, step out of those comfort zones and, and be a voice for our people. And, and there is support out there for that kind of stuff. And I encourage people to do, do that because I, I have been inspired by done it that continue for us. And I'm out here to support also on the other side, building that people power. And so if you can't run for office, we got to learn how to vote, how to how to show up at the city council meetings and be a part of the dialogue and decision-making power because that power is within us. That's right on. You know, uh, thanks, Nancy. We need to resist, divest, join a group and run for office and also get a better uh, Wi-Fi signal. ho <laughs> We'll see you next week, Nancy. <laughs> thanks. Thanks uh, for stopping in, and maybe next time we'll do a little smoke signals. We'll be right back after this short break. You're listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake. Hey, Olgama, I've been hearing a lot about this term, climate justice. What is that? Climate justice is recognizing that the negative impacts of climate change don't affect all people equally. It also means transitioning from a fossil fuel-based economy to a more sustainable future. MN350 is one of the groups that's pushing for this transition to protect our futures. You can even get involved, too. That's great, especially since I'm concerned about pipeline projects like Line 3. How can I help MN350? Just find them on Facebook or visit mn350.org. Take care of your community by joining Metro Transit's Adopt-A-Stop program. Show your community pride by adopting a transit stop. Join us in helping keep the stop and your neighborhood beautiful and report any maintenance needs to us. We'll put a sign at the stop recognizing your efforts, plus you'll get 10 free rides every month. Get details at metrotransit.org adopt. That's metrotransit.org adopt. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States, and 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's live and let howl. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves. Please join Howling for Wolves on Wolf Day, Tuesday, February 7th, 2023 at the Minnesota State Capitol. You can sign up on Howling for Wolves event page. Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Welcome back to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake and this is Robert Pilot. Hey, this portion of the show is brought to you by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Oh, oh. good one. Good one. Hey, welcome. Uh, I don't know if you uh, saw uh, what came around, came across was uh, there was a uh, Red Laker, a Native American pizza ranch fri- franchise franchise. I can't talk today is uh, returning to his roots. Uh, a Dennis, a Dennis Johnson is a member of the Red Lake Band of Chippewa Indians and uh, has, a little connection to his, uh, has a little connection to the reservation in northern Minnesota until the last few decades. Uh, really interesting article. Uh, did you hear about that? 
You know, I did, um, and I was just looking for the article, and for some reason I'm not finding it. But, yeah, uh, I, I think I resonated with that article because I'm a member of the Red Lake Band, um, and I have – you know, limited contact at times with uh, the people and uh, family that I know up there uh, because of distance and um, other reasons. But um, it looks like he's been working actually for the Ho-Chunk Nation for quite a while. And now he's going to be opening a new pizza restaurant in Bemidji, um, which is so exciting. Bemidji's getting a pizza ranch restaurant and it's going to be native owned, which is so exciting. Right. The Pizza Ranch has 211, uh, 211 locations across 14 states. The brand has been franchised since 1984, uh, and most of its units are in Dakotas, Iowa, and Minnesota. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we've got one up here near where I live, and I'm honestly, we were just in Bemidji uh, recently a couple of times, and I remember thinking, you know, Bemidji could do with something like a pizza ranch. Um, not to say Bemidji doesn't have a great local eats. They have wonderful local businesses um, and local restaurants there, like uh, Nancy's friend uh, who works and owns at the uh, Wild Hair Bistro downtown. I mean, really, really great small town atmosphere, but it's kind of nice when, uh, you know, you're traveling with a family to know uh, there's a franchise that you uh, know and trust and even better when it's native owned. Yeah, definitely. So that's uh, exciting news, and it's always fun to amplify uh, these entrepreneurs that are doing great things. And he works for uh, Nebraska's the Winnebago Ho-Chunk uh, Nation, um, uh, not the tribe, but the Ho-Chunk uh, Inc., which uh, is doing great things down in Nebraska and all over the country, really. Yeah, I believe uh, he's listed as chief investment officer. Does that sound right? Yeah. Definitely. So he's uh, he's trying to do good things, and uh, you know it's funny. I um, I heard a interview with Mark Cuban, who I always watch and always appreciated over the years, and uh, you know he just says that he was lucky over the years, and he's been given back a lot. And I think we talked a little bit about his um, Mark Cuban has a um, far online pharmacy. And the prices mm -hmm. are unbelievably inexpensive, and uh, the the developers are making more, and he's just cut out the middleman. So it's always, you know, people that are doing good things and, and maybe have made their millions and have had enough money and they can return to their community and help them out in, in a good way. So that kind of reminds me of that, and that's uh, admirable and also um, the right thing to do if if I was to take his inventory, so to speak. <laughs> right. And, you know, it's really important even, you know, maybe before we start making those millions that the things that you're doing, um, they do reflect back on your community um, and your people. I'm remembering to um, carry, uh, carry that responsibility uh, that as a native person to, um, you know, get back to your community in whatever way you can. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be, uh, you know, being as an entrepreneur or having a lot of money and then coming back. Uh, there's ways to get back, you know, before you reach that point too. And I know I talk about it a lot on Native Rich Radio in the wintertime, but uh, making sure to take care of our relatives um, in any way you can, if you have the means to take care of our relatives that are um, unhoused or struggling with places to stay during this cold weather. Um, even if it's just, you know, offering a pair of uh, warm mittens or extra dry socks or, um, you know, helping them to get to a shelter. Those things um, mean the world to our relatives that need that help. And, um, I, I want to go back to what uh, the Native American Community Development Institute t-shirts say. They say Native Americans were never homeless before 1492 or before 1491. What's, uh, yeah, what's uh, uh, interesting, too, uh, when we had Angelica on uh, talking about basically having uh, a box of things in your car when you're driving that you can hand out to homeless people and and in, especially in the cold, but I'm telling you, when you were talking, I'm thinking, well, we've had heat, uh, heat too. So heat's pretty crazy when it comes to um, homeless people. So it's just, uh, yeah, and I like what you said too, you know, Native Americans haven't been homeless since uh, 
have only been homeless since 18, uh, 1491. And I'm really having trouble talking here, Ogama. <laughs> this is you know, one of those I'm probably days. not far behind you today with the kind of day <laughs> I'm having. For For those of you that uh, happen to be watching us on air, I had to have the baby on my hip for this show, which is not normally what we do. Um, and I've got some uh, family back in the house now to help her uh, be entertained while I do this last segment. But, well, you know, to, Robert... Just to be clear, Ogama, I can't pay the baby two to be on. So I just Okay, to, that's okay. Uh, I think she understands. Yes, I, I think okay. she'll be okay. She's just grateful for the exposure, you know. There you go, um, right. <laughs> exactly. So am I. You know, it's only Tuesday, Robert. Uh, you know, and we've got the whole week left to figure out. Uh so tune into Native Roots Radio this week uh, as we get progressively uh goofier as we go throughout the week. But right. we've got some uh really exciting stuff planned uh for later on in the week too, right? Robert on on Friday we're going to re-air some stuff from our Monday show right and then we'll have uh, 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 Mary Kunish on too what's interesting I just wanted to back up too and what you said here in the last couple minutes and uh, about yesterday's show was was pretty awesome and um, just some really good things going on and and it was our pleasure Ogama to amplify what's going on in the deep north and all the atrocities, uh, you know, I, I just think of this former president who's skipping around and then people working for him that should be in prison that are, you know, running off to another country to help incite another January 6th. It just blows my mind because if it was you and me, we would have been in jail and then in prison a long time ago. And these uh, politicians or business people or however you you want to uh, categorize them, they are getting away um, with things that normally normal people wouldn't. And I think that that's a thing that's really uh, disappointing because it's always been that way, but I still don't like it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's harder when you see it. Uh, for those of you who weren't able to tune in yesterday, Native Roots Radio, uh, both at the 12 central hour and then uh, some parts of it again, played at the 6 p.m. hour for us on our show yesterday. Uh, Honor the Earth hosted a rally for the Rivers reunion uh, two years ago on January 9th was one of the largest actions against the Line 3 pipeline in northern Minnesota where uh, Aiken County police addressed, uh, arrested people that were uh, in lodge or in prayer and dancing and um, were, were taking the time to, uh, to really single out these water protectors and violate their treaty rights. And Winona LaDuke and Tara Hauska and uh, Tanya Abed and others came on and told their story about how they were arrested and they also had uh, citizen scientists come on and talk Talk about how uh, this this pipeline uh, did all the damage it said they said it was going to do. So, uh, really good thing to catch if you have time to watch it again. Yeah, and it's what's interesting too. Uh, what was happening uh, across the across the pond there about their insurrection? Um, they arrested a thousand people. No one was uh, arrested uh, in real time with the insurrection at uh, the Capitol. So. Again, we have people like Winona LaDuke being arrested. Hey, uh, we'll t great show. I can't speak. We'll be right back. No, we won't. See you tomorrow. Oh. <laughs>